It's now time for a very tactical dungeon edition of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service, tell you which games to pass into your friends and which games to just slap them in the head and drive on by. Probably not drive, you're probably running in those instance. I am Corey, I am joined by the man that likes Persona, and I, I just, I don't understand any of you people, Basher. This makes me wish I was thinking, talking about uh, Darkest Dungeon now. Uh, Darkest Dungeon. I like Darkest Dungeon. The best games I've ever played. Sequels out on I, Steam, but not Game Pass. I think it's, I think it's Epic Store only, isn't it? Uh, we are here. We're going to be doing a dual episode for this one and the next one to close out the year. Uh, Basher has been playing the newest Persona Five Tactica. And we talked about it last episode, and I got curious enough that I've played Dungeons 4. I've not played Dungeons 1, 2, or 3. No so, one has. You know. So, you know, I my the lore, probably not. Probably not completely there. And I'm sorry for you Dungeons fans out there. Um, but, we're, yeah, we're going to talk about that. So, should we start with Persona or should we start with Dungeons? People know what Persona is. So, like, what the heck is Dungeons? Did you know that you can let us know what you want us to talk about? See how I did that? 574-651-9256. Just let us know. Like what you like, what you don't like. We have a voicemail that Basher has not heard. And we'll be, we'll be, I'm going to bait you a little bit. This is the best voicemail we've ever gotten. And we're going to get Basher's response in real time at the end of this episode. I, I bet you can't wait. Dungeons 4. Here are the details for this game. This is developed by Real, Forms, Real Forge Studios, uh, published by Calypso Media. It's available on PC as well as Xbox Series X and S. Um, I can't find anything on, if it's on Xbox One. Interesting. I don't think it is. Uh, so I can only comment on the PC version. I cannot comment on the controllers, uh, stuff like that. But it does have online co-op and it does have Xbox Live cloud saves. The absolute evil and its trusted cough servant, the dark elf Thalia, returns in Dungeons 4 after the events of its fabulous predecessor to bring about the triumph over the forces of good once more. Build a cozy and comfortable dungeon to suit your creature's needs and rule over them. Then send them out into the overworld to kindly remind the good people living in there that the absolute evil rules over their lands. Gather your evilness into new and dynamic ways and unleash it upon the lush green forests and plains of the overworld to turn them over to the dark side. But make sure that your dungeon is well secured and traps are defended by your creatures for those pesky overworlders won't just twiddle their thumbs while you turn their land into absolute evil's most pleasurable holiday paradise. Dungeons 4. I'm going to talk about it. Um, hey, Basher. What's up? What if I told you you could play a tower defense style game while also playing a sort of RTS game while also playing a MOBA? Uh, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> uh, so... That's essentially what I, from what my understanding is, that's what the Dungeons franchise is. So it was interesting to me because I've played all of those things. I like RTS games. I like MOBA games. I am bad at MOBA games. I am okay at RTS games. Um, and there's a little bit of tower defense in here, a little tiny bit, but it still is more RTS. But it's more RTS 
and MOBA sort of combined. Now, you don't really play them at the same time. You do, but you don't. And what I mean by that is you start the game or each rendition or each level, each skirmish, whatever you want to call it, as you start building your your army, whatever you want to call it. So it, it's more RTS in that point of you're building up your bases and you have to get gold and you have to do that by you're basically an overlord, almost like a dungeon keeper. And you've got goblins and you you have to control them to get your gold. And then you've got to build barracks for your soldiers. And then, you know, you have certain soldier counts. It's got that RTS, everything you know about an RTS in it. There's different bases, but it's a lot more confined. There's not bases upon bases upon bases. It's more about the collective resources that you can get of, I need to build a lot more barracks. I need to build a lot more XYZ so I can have just more stuff. And then there's literally a point to the game to where in every match to where you've got like an underground and then you've got an above ground and overworld sort of thing. And when you get to the overworld, it is, it's not quite a MOBA in terms of like, you're not, you're not, you're not picking a main basically. And you're not like playing with other people, but it's the layouts of the land are far more MOBA ish of where you've got towers that you have to take over and you've got certain enemies that show up that are kind of more MOBA-ish. They've got certain powers, et cetera, and stuff like that. And that is that is kind of what Dungeons is. And it's sort of wrapped around this story as well of a very over-the-top and very on-the-nose, like, evil-fighting-evil kind of thing. And it's not taken seriously at all. It's very cartoonish. And it's it's the best way I can describe it is it kind of feels like Minions- tone if that makes sense like it's so do you have units that you control yes so you have your typicals heavies you've got archers you've got more melee based people you've got magic based people you've got medics and so you do need to sort of uh you know you don't say hedge your bets but plan accordingly like you got to make sure you got enough medics you got it you know you've got to get your mages so you can kind of mid max certain things and you can do different squads too like you can have squad one be all your mages and squad to be all your X, Y, Z, or you can even do a mix and match with it. It's got all that stuff in it, um, but it is not super. There's no. What's the word I want to say here? There's, it's not Starcraft where there's different races and stuff like that to where you're being like, OK, if I'm playing Zerg, I got to play X, Y, Z, or I need to get to this unit to have this unit. There's not a lot of that. There's, there's still upgrades and stuff every match. You still have to sort of start in one area, and by the end, you've got to level up to get to the end area to get the better units. But you're talking about five or six unit types total, um, and a lot of it is that mid-maxing of of what unit types you so need. So give, give me a rundown of, like, a single gameplay loop. You know, so, like, you build your base first. Or you build- yeah, so you, you build your... Yeah, you, you start you always start with your base building because that's how you build your army. But then in between that is at any time the I guess not any time, but after after you start building your base and once you go out into the overworld, it seems like that's what sort of triggers everything. They can now come into your base basically, and you have sort of like a main crystal as you do in like mobas. Of and course, if they destroy yeah. the 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 big crystal, then you're you're done for. That's like your power source, whatever you want to call it. Um. But you can set traps up, and that's that's where the sort of done tower defense stuff comes in. And so 
every level has its own area and you have you sort of craft your own area underground of like certain tunnels and stuff like that. And you, you, you put your traps in the tunnels and that's what stops them from getting to you. But if they get through and you don't have enough units down there, like they could take you out kind of thing. So you have this sort of two things going on. You need to protect yourself, but you also do need to get out in that overworld and go. And so really like where it, it really meshes itself in between the two is that they are, they literally are two separate areas. Like you have to go to the outworld area, you go through a teleporter. And so you, at any time you can go in between both worlds. So it tries to separate itself by being like, this is a hardcore RTS, but once you get out in the world, it's not really a hardcore RTS anymore. It's just mid-maxing your units and making sure that you are putting your units in the right spot so that way they can do the most damage. But you will go through units. It's not a situation where you can just roll over the competition. Um, they'll take you out. You got to build more units, and it does have that RTS loop in it. Um, but it's – I don't want to call it a casual RTS because it's really not, but it's its more like a casual MOBA with RTS elements. And it's – I get it. Like, it's, it's a fun little game. I think the – I think the humor could be really I, – I think it could rub people really wrong. Like if, if you watch the Minions and you just like eye roll and you just like want to like punch a wall, this isn't some for you. Some people like hate it, it, the Minions. I don't I – don't, like, I, I, some people actually like genuinely love them. So I don't, I don't, I don't understand that, that weird adults hate and love for these kids, which I like things. But uh, from what I've seen and heard – it seems like the humor is just absolutely fine. Like it's just like cutesy little, uh, like uh, like like hell if it was uh, done by Disney. That's yeah. That that's a great that's a great way to describe it. And it's 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 strange because I I played it and I'm not mad that I played it, but like when Dungeon Five comes out, I'm okay. Like I don't <laughs> I'm not jumping to play more dungeons on it. Like for me, it's. I don't want to call it like, again, it, it's not baby's first RTS. It's nothing like that. It, it's truly a blending of both of these genres, and it's a light version of both of those genres. And I think it could be used as a stepping stone into either one of them, honestly. Um, but because of that, like, it, it's not super difficult. It's not a really difficult game. It's it's a solid game that has good mechanics. Like, nothing is underbaked. It's all well thought out. But you're never going to get that, like, crazy match. Like, I've had matches of of StarCraft where it's like, you know, you're playing for two and a half, three hours, and it's just like you barely get by or you barely lose kind of thing. There, I never got that from this. And the other thing is it does have co-op. I didn't get a chance to test it and out. you will not. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think I could convince you in this one. Um, no, Ashley, no, uh, no uh, Ashley would play this. Uh, this seems like if... After after getting the hang of it, I probably would uh, jump into a, to to a uh, online co op game, depending on like uh, well that's just how kind of fun like well obviously like how fun it is, but how fun the base building and unit handling is because th- there's a lot of these games out here that do this and this becomes more work than fun. Like as, as long as this as long as this is still more enjoyable than um sort of like crossing things off a list to do like like a series of tasks i think i'm in yeah and it but it's that's where it's tough because that's where that's where like the the what do you want to call it like high level gameplay of rts has come in and and even mobas and that's i don't say that's where it loses me but that's also where the loop 
isn't totally for me because you spend every RTS match, you spend every match of StarCraft or Smite, you, your first 20 minutes is the same thing, right? Got to get the got to get the resources. I got to build one, two, three, four in this order to get this unit. And then once you have all of that, the I won't say like the real like the end game begins. The real war begins. Um, this doesn't really have like it has that, but it's far more casual. So when you say like I need to get the hang of it, like you will you will get it by the end of the first okay, game. Okay, cool. Like because yeah, be- because of the way that the like. The unit screen, when you pull up the unit screen, it's like a full screen. Almost like it, it doesn't, it's not made for a tablet, but you can see how it does that because there's literally only like three tiers of everything and you click on it and it's, again, it's, it's not easy, but it's, it is not going for like, yo, you're going to have 15 different X, Y, Z to that way you can summon this one thing. And then you're going to have this to upgrade this. And then if you didn't to get this, you have to upgrade this, but you have to have two of these units here. None of that. It's none of that. It is far more straightforward. Um, So for that reason, it's really fun because it wasn't hard to play. It was very easy to play. Like I I sat down with it and that's probably why I got much farther than I anticipated because it was just easy to pick up and play and I didn't have any real issues with it. But if I'm being honest, like it also made me be like, man, maybe I should fire up some Star Wars. (laughs) Like, like, man, I, I could... I could go for some carrier has arrived right now. Like that's, I could really go for that. Uh, so for that reason, like I said, it's, it's, it's totally fine. I would even say it's, it's better than fine. It's, it's a good game, but it's not super in depth and that's okay. Sometimes we don't need that. Sometimes you don't need that, you know, super deep experience. Not everybody wants to play street fighter to where you're counting the frames and the input delays and stuff like that. So yeah, this is dungeons Four. this, Pretty pretty good. This is making me want to play Thronefall some more. Uh, shout out to a game that I think that is uh, still in early access. Uh, Tower you keep you keep talking about this, and I still have. No I'm a idea fan of Thronefall. Uh, if you see it on your Steam it, list, g- give it a shot. It's on sale. It's on sale for six dollars. Yeah, it's, it's, it's worth it's worth six bucks. Um, it's normal priced at seven. Whoa 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 whoa! That's that's a huge deal, guys. <laughs> You're losing if you don't buy Wait, it. Why does it say there is only five playable levels, Basher? Because I think it's still in early access. Is it not? I don't know. Wait, do you have this on Steam? Yes. Okay, so we need to read. After this episode, we're going back on Steam and you're adding me back because I want to check this out. And I need to know if I need to spend $6. Because <laughs> I, I can't. Is it in early access? Uh, can't, uh, yes. Yeah, so it, it makes sense to... Uh, not be full yet. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. Cause I, I need to check out this. Yeah. This. You, you have to, you have to really think about spending this six bucks. You're right. You, I, I do. Before Look. you drop the six bucks, you want to make sure, uh, it's just $6 yeah. worth. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yes, dungeons Four, play it. It's fun. I, again, it's, it's not going to blow your mind, but if, if I think there's a lot, like, in a way, this is a perfect Game Pass game because I think it, it could be. First off, the name sucks. Like that, that I think that's my biggest problem with it is, is that it doesn't really tell you what it is, and, and and it's hard to like watching the trailers. It doesn't. It sells what it is, but it doesn't sell it in the right way. Of just like, look, this is not. You can you can play this game. Like you don't. 
if you load up an episode of episode, a match of Starcraft, you can get lost and get Zerg rushed and just be like, I'm out. You know, like, I don't know. I have no idea what happened. This is dumb. I'm out. That won't happen in this game. And that's a good thing. Um, but it does lack that Zerg rush, if that makes sense. So, but all right, that is Dungeons 4. Let's pivot over to Persona 5 Tactica. For some odd reason, you people like this Persona thing. And this isn't even a real persona from what I understand. This is like a fake persona. This is like the this is like the the big headed version. We're gonna pretend we're XCOM. Why not just play it's called, Mario plus Rabbit? It's Rabbids. called Chibi design, sir. Chibi, sorry. Sorry. Right. Tell me about the Chibi the Chibi version of Chi- Persona. Well, <laughs> persona Persona Chibi? Yeah. Uh, all day. Um so this takes place in specifically the Persona 5 universe because they're all so drastically different. Um, it takes place at, during the events of Persona 5, actually, because when, when I first started, I thought it was it was taking place after. Not, well, not after, but after the... Um, right before the ending, if you will. But I know this is, takes, this is supposed to be a otherworldly event that takes place during your events of Persona 5. And this is... As it says in the title, there a tactics game or tactica game. I don't know why they call it tactica, but this is Persona Five Tactics. So it's your, it's just honestly the the issue I have with it. Starting at the top is it is essentially your standard act. Um, sorry, your standard turn based tactics RPG. Now, what I was hoping for was more of a twist on this genre, because because Mario and Rayman did it pretty well, I think. They added this nice little cool spin on it, whereas Persona 5 Tactica is a very solid tactics game that is more Persona than it is tactics. So if you're a big fan of Persona, which most people in the world are, because it's Persona, why wouldn't you be? Uh, there's a lot of that. There's a, the, the, the style is still there, even in its chibi version. Like there's this the that that over the top Persona anime vibe happening. The music still bangs. It's all that all that all that Persona stuff is here in spades. I just kind of wanted more compelling tactics gameplay as well. I, so go back a little bit. And I, I'm, I'm saying this with all seriousness of, of as a, a person who does not understand persona at all. Um, you have not played any of them yet, right? Correct. Okay. I, I, I played the fighting one. Oh yeah. Yeah. The pers- you, arena, the arena or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was just out of, I want to say like a joke. That's not what I want to say. Like if somebody had it. And they have a Dynasty it. Warrior spin off um, too. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think Chris had that. I think he was trying to get me to play. It. I, I know you said when this takes place, but it's like, are the, since each game is its own lore, exactly. right? Exactly. It's, it's like, fi- it's like Final Fantasy. And what is it about the lore of Persona 5 that people like so much. So that's a good, so to each their own, right? So I think what this is, because 
I'm assuming you're asking that question because this has gotten so far the most spinoffs. Um, for yeah. correct. Well, and, and not only that, it's to me, it's does it is it Tactica because it makes sense for the characters, or is it Tactica because they just wanted to do because a spinoff? Because they wanted to do a spinoff. If that and, okay. and, and yeah, so that, so that makes it far less interesting. No, to me. <laughs> fair enough. Because to answer the first part of that question, uh, Persona Five, I don't think is leagues above lore wise. Persona 3 or 4. I personally like 3 a little a little more, but Persona 5 is... They're all on the level. It's just a matter of which ones... Which characters you... you li- Excuse me. Which characters you like more. So, the reason Persona 5, I think, is getting all this extra spinoffs is simply because it's the latest one. And, and it's the most in the zeitgeist. Okay. Uh, so, like... And to answer the second part of that question... It doesn't, the Persona 5 characters don't lend themselves more to a tactics-based game more than any other Persona that's, that, that's come out in the series. I would have actually preferred this be so far out of the Persona mainline series that you had multiple characters from multiple Persona games in it. As opposed to this just being about the Phantom Thieves. The Phantom Thieves are here. They're 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 the same over the top characters that you that you love from the first one. Uh, voice actors return. Um, the, the 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 setting. The 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 themes of it all return. It's still really good. The the gameplay. That's where I was hoping for more of that persona influence to, to, to come about um, because it's really, if you ever played a, a tactics RPG, this is essentially the, the basics of it. Like it, it doesn't do anything super over the top or, or even all that extra interesting. What I liked about it is they brought back the, the, the critical hits that is so familiar in the Persona 5 series. So, like, historically speaking, if you get a critical hit, you get a one more turn. That means you get to go one more time. If you down all the enemies, then you get, like, an all-out attack. That brings... That, that is brought into this game in a way where if you down one character with one more hit, the easiest way to do that is hit a character a characters that is out of cover... You now take your three, three or four party members, and then you connect a little triangle around that that area, and now you have an all-out attack on all of the enemies within that area. It's a cool, it's it's a cool addition to the regular tactics kind of gameplay. It adds something cool in the sense that each encounter, you're trying to figure out how to down an enemy get a one more hit, get multiple one more hits, because you can get as many one more hits as you as as you want, essentially. As long as it's an enemy to get a critical hit on, you can keep one more hitting. So you can keep getting that one more extra turn. You can keep moving extra spaces. You can keep moving characters around. So that's the, the really cool thing about the gameplay in this, is it emphasizes the idea of 
beating something, being an encounter super efficiently, like two, three turns maximums. So that's where it really kind of gets me. That's where I really kind of get the, the juices flowing. But when that breaks down and you just have to play like a straight on tactics game, there's not a lot there, sadly. It's not like a like a Disgaea where there's all these cool team-up moves when you're next to certain people. It's It boils... Once you get rid of the a, a couple of twists here and there, it just... It doesn't give enough to warrant this being a thing to me, if that makes sense. So... Do you like it? I like it, but I don't know if I like it because I no. like Persona Five, though. Right? You know, like to, to to be to be completely honest with you, if I played this game and it wasn't called Persona Five Tactica, I would probably think it's pretty neat and keep keep about my day. But I'm going to finish it because I think it because it's Persona Five. You know, it's. It's more of what I'm used to. It's more of what I've liked, and I don't. And I don't say that in a bad way because on this show we talked a lot about the the the, the Nintendo fun factor that the, the Nintendo polish and 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 just certain genre, certain companies and and what they prov- what they bring to a game series. Like the, I mean, like I played a little more Starfield than I wanted to because I was waiting for that quote-unquote Bethesda magic. Uh, Persona 5 Tactica has the Persona magic to it. It has the over-the-top over, over the top characters that you know and love. It has the the scenery, the the colors, the, the themes that you know and love. And I think that does go towards something positive. I'm just... as a Still, as a gameplay first person, like I really wanted more meat on the bones in terms when it comes to the actual gameplay itself. Hmm. Which is, it's, what's, I want to say funny is, um, I, as someone, I try not to taint my own opinions of stuff by reading what other people thought, but I, I knew I wasn't going to play this. So like, I don't think you're alone in that one. It seems like a lot of people are saying like, I, I want to like this more than I do. Like, and it's, and it, I think it is because of that sort of, uh, it's like, it's, it's got the, it's, it's Mega Man X eight, seven, X seven. Stay with me of why is this a 3d action platformer? That's not what this does good. However, it's got zero right. and it, zero yeah, zeros and I'm going cool. to play it all like, the way through. Like, it's not right. a question. Right. Uh, right. And it seems like it's, it's probably, not, it's probably not that extravagantly, you know, bad because X seven is a terrible video game, but. Yeah. No, because Tactica by itself is a it's, it's, it's a decent little game. Persona Five makes it good, and that that it, that says something about the Persona brand name, the Persona in, in Persona Five itself. Um, the disappointment comes in, like I said, like I I wanted some more meat on the bones when it comes to the tactics gameplay of things, and especially when you, when you look at the fact that I, I forgot the name, but is it called Royale? The 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 um Persona Five Royale. Is, yeah, is that the is that the fighting game or the 
The Dynasty Warriors one. I forget the Dynasty Warriors one. No, Royale was like the 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 expansion to five yeah. or whatever. Uh, I think Arena was the the fighting game one, and Persona Five. I I can't remember the name of that one. What was it called? Strikers? No. Was yes. it Strikers? Persona Five Strikers. Yes, Persona Five. That seems strikers. so wrong to me, but that was that's actually legitimate. Like, like. They took the Dynasty Warriors formula and mended the Persona series into it in a, in a really cool way. Like, like it worked from the ground well, like, up. Like uh, Hyrule Warriors, same, did it too. yeah, exactly. Like that first, yeah, that first Hyrule Warriors was actually like surprisingly that that had Nintendo's charm yes. in it in a way I just did not expect. Yeah, I played that. I played too much of that. I played too much of the uh, the that, oh yeah that that adventure mode. Oh, I want to play that right yeah, now. I that would. adventure mode was so I absolutely good. Would. That that and the Dragon Quest one. Like for some reason that Mushu thing works when it's not Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> like right. on someone else's uh, property. Well, it's it's char- it's it's better char- it's characters you actually know versus Cow Cow. Uh, like, we all know Lubu, <laughs> all right? The th- well, you're right. There's yeah. yeah, well that's Lubu's in his own exactly. tier. Exactly. But. Uh, but but yeah, like that 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 so so that lended to the sort of let down I was feeling as I worked through the Persona 5 tactics because I'm like, why isn't there more Persona 5 nonsense in the gameplay? Because you again you compare it to something like Disgaea where it's just super wacky. You like it's just over the top. You like you can change all the characters in that game. You can reskin it completely, but you know by watching it, well that's definitely a Disgaea game. Whereas this does not feel like this is definitely a Persona game because it's just the the tactics game. The tactics part is kind of basic. Uh, oppose uh, the the all out triple threat attack aside. I think the I think one of the few extra things they added is the traversaling aspect. So if you if you're on another level and you knock an enemy off that level onto the top of one of your allies, you get an automatic one one more, in which is a nice little combo move. But I needed more of that. Like there should be way more of that. There should be way more things in the Persona series that make that make uh, an addition to the gameplay as opposed to just the Persona coat of paint on here. Which again, it it does add points, but I don't. But but it, it adds points in a way where I'm just where I'm just like I, I I'm not comfortable with. I'm just like this. Am I playing this because I like it? Right, or am it, I playing because because I, I like Persona Five? Yeah, it, it sounds it sounds kind of like the issues we had with Gears Tactics. Like it it works and it works better than you probably think it should. But at the same time, like you were just playing like a a weird version of Gears of War. If that makes sense, like you weren't really playing like a tactical game. Um, that kind of sounds like what you're saying, yeah, but maybe I, not. No, at the same it, time. it definitely is. But that's to that point. I would say this does it better because even because because at its core, it's still a good tactics game. I wanted my letdown came from the fact that it's not. 
in his yeah, bone persona. personas from the ground up. It's, it, it's, it's, it just adds a persona thing here and there in terms of the gameplay, but the narrative, the themes, the music, all of that's there persona-wise, and that gives it some points as well. So, like, it's a game you can enjoy, and as a Persona fan, you enjoy it more than other people would. So, uh, th- just quick answer. If you've never played Persona 5, should you even, like, contemplate this? If you never played Persona 5, this is worth playing still because it is still over. You may not know who these characters are, but the aesthetic of Persona, I think, the general Persona aesthetic transcends either main any specific main entry to the Persona series. So if you like a tactics game, if you want to play a tactics game, again, the Persona 5 aesthetic will help your enjoyment of this because it's so kind of over-the-top, wacky, fun nonsense. Interesting. I thought for sure you were going to say no, but I don't know. It's Persona is one of those things to where I actually think I would enjoy it for the most part, but I found myself when it comes to, I would say serious JRPGs, but like, you know, JRPGs in general, it's just, I like the battle systems, but like, man, I don't want to do the high school stuff. Like, I just want to like, I want to, I want to see a stars. I want to chain echoes. Like I want to get in and, and just let's go. Right. I agree. Let's go. No, <laughs> yeah. So that's not in here by the persona. Way. seems like the, in terms of that, the, the high school, like the, the, not the romance thing, but the. The relationship, the, the, role, I say the relationship playing, points yeah. and stuff, like that's not in this game, which is surprising. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, but that's that's the stuff that that's why I don't play Persona, and I know that that's probably a very general. Uh, I don't want to say rules. I don't want to say, but even criticism, but opinion of it, and I'm sure that it's like I don't think they're all like that, right? Like Persona Four supposedly has less of that. Some, is that some have less, but they're all, but but they're all make the, every single Persona game is all about the relationships because that's how you get your persona. That's how you unlock the persona. That's all. It's all, right. it's all, it's all ingrained in it. Like each persona game is not that much different from the last one. Interesting. So who knows? Maybe one day I'll play it, but when it comes to game pass or pass, what is your take? I'm going to say, pass it on to a friend. It is a good at his bones in his bones tactics rpg you're not going to be disappointed on that level i think the major disappointment will come from people who actually know persona and wanted more of it inside the gameplay itself whereas people who don't know persona this is a decent introduction to the characters to the world well there you go i don't have we ever done a double pass on a dual episode i don't know that we have uh, I feel like we haven't we haven't done we haven't done a, a crazy amount of these, but that's a good question. Probably not since the yeah. since probably like the first one, probably like the right. Interesting. There you go. When it comes to Dungeons Four as well as Persona Five Tactica, play them, pass it on, have a grand old time with some friends, enjoy your high school dungeon drama. I got. <laughs> Can't, I can't I can't make those two work together. I just I, I just can't. When it comes to the future of this show, we're first going to talk about 
I am now going to send Basher via Discord the best voicemail we've ever gotten. And I will I will upload it here as well in the uh the show so you can hear what he is hearing. But I want to hear his reaction in real time. All right, shut up, let me listen to it. Jeez. All, all, all this wow. talking. Can I, can I play right in Discord? Is, is will Discord allow that? Yep. What? Yep. You can just hit. You can just like hit play. Yeah, guys. This 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 is the future, guys. The future is now. I'm hitting play in three, two, one. Call me back. Hello. Hello. Hello? Hello? All right. That was, uh, that was something. <laughs> what happened? That was, that, I, the thing is, should we call him back? They told us to call him back. <laughs> what? Okay. Like, first off, how did you... This is from a 930 area code A. So how did you mess up so hard that you, like... That came through and I just... The the Google Voice thing does like a... Oh, interesting. Okay, I didn't know this. So 930 is actually not too far. No, from no, no. I thought for that's, sure. That's your state. With it that's, being, this, this is your people. Yeah. All right. This was a Massachusetts. All right. We, we, we would not be that confused. It was still, how do you mess it up? But the, like the, they, they do like a, a transcription basically to give you an idea of what's in the message. And all it said was, call me back. <laughs> I was like, this is very ominous. I don't know. I don't know who this is, but why do they want me to call them back? That's the exact opposite of what we do for this voicemail line. Is I don't want to call you back ever. So, but yeah, there you go. That's uh, <laughs> uh maybe maybe it's the maybe it's the guy finally checked us down for for that bad review. Maybe and he he wants us he wants us to Just call him back to call yeah. him back and and to 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 discuss to discuss this this travesty that we gave onto it, the it, world. It didn't so. sound like Five, a very seven. old person either. Like like right like some. <laughs> Also, it's not like they hung up like three times. <laughs> like they're like, "Call me back." Hello. And then, like they picked up Hello? the phone. Like yeah, like as if they were confused about how just phones work at this point. <laughs> right? How, how phones work. I was just I don't I have no idea why. I just thought that was the funniest thing when I first heard that, and I was like, um, <laughs> I have so many questions, and none of them will ever be answered. Maybe maybe for an end of the year. Last thing we'll do for the year, we will call this person back and just, <laughs> just, just to see, like, look, I got to know, who are you? <laughs> and, oh, uh, I hope they don't pick up so I can leave a voicemail. <laughs> right. But you know they're going to. You know they're going to. Like, and then, we're, like, it's going to be really awkward because it's be like, hey, we're calling you back. Like, you said to call you back. I'm doing exactly what you said. Right. You didn't tell me who you are or anything. I'm doing what you said. So what do you want? 
574-651-9256. If you want to leave us a text message or a voicemail, let us know. That's going to do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. Our next episode will probably be our last one of the year. Thank God. Um, we're going to be closing out. Wow. Enough of doing oh, well, this. I, last, last game-based one before we do our State of Game Pass as well as our Game Pass Game of the Year. We are the definitive source and the definitive place, outlet, whatever, when it comes to Game Pass. So what we say goes, and we will be ranking the best game of the year. That's going to do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We'll see you next time with some games. Good day, sirs. And I didn't tell him to leave. Why did Craig leave? (laughs)